I can't even believe what I'm about to tell you right now. This is a podcast that I thought would never exist. If you don't know what a Buddha stone is, well, I'm about to tell you. But if you have followed my work and you do know what a Buddha stone is, well, I'm just going to tell you right here up front that I have converted 28 and 28 only giant, I repeat giant, and I've never had these before, Buddha stones into wands made from beautiful vintage wood from Boulder City near Spirit Mountain in Nevada. And if you want one right now, go immediately to thebuddhawand.com before they are gone. And Buddha is spelled B-U-D-D-H-A. A lot of people, they get it mixed up and they spell it B-U-D-D-A-H. But no, it's B-U-D-D-H-A. Thebuddhawand.com. So that was for those of you who already know what I'm talking about and, and kind of get it, so to speak. And so uh, if you want to get a jump on things, well, there you go. I have given you a head start. Okay. Thebuddhawand.com. Now I will continue with the announcement. So two years ago, my wife, Lauren, and I were exploring the surreal coastline of California here in the U.S. Uh, I don't want to say exactly where we were, although California is a huge state. And we ended up in one of these small seaside villages with all kinds of weird shops filled with arts and antiques and wine and cheese. And then I was immediately drawn into this little store that was filled with all kinds of mystical and metaphysical objects. By the way, that store now, two years later, no longer exists. Uh, but, but when I think about it now, when I think about that day, it's almost like, like a memory in slow motion as I walked through the door. Uh, although the store was packed and, and, and busy, I was immediately drawn straight to this little wicker bowl on a tray that was filled with these stones I had never seen before. They were small, beautiful, bulbous, iridescent stones, each about the size of, oh, I don't know, like a U.S. nickel or something. And then there was a little handwritten card that simply said, Buddha stones. And I could instantly sort of understand this because even though every piece was unique and kind of random, well, each did have sort of a bulbous form that, that reminded one of the general shape of the Buddha. I think there were six of them in the bowl. I, uh, I grabbed one and, and took it up to the starry-eyed young man at the cash register, and I asked him what it was. And he said he had no idea. Okay, guy works there. He said, yeah, I, have, I don't know what it is. He said, I'd need to call the owner. So I said, well, okay, would you mind doing that? And he called, but he didn't get an answer. I think this was on a Sunday. So anyway, I, you know, I said, these are so cool. I just had a great feeling about them. So I ended up buying all of them. You got to understand, I have been to metaphysical and crystal and gem shops all over the world all of my life, and I've never seen anything quite like these. 
Well, as soon as I got back toward Vegas, I had one of these mysterious stones in my pocket, and I went into a small casino and put 20 bucks into a machine and very quickly won over $500. And in the coming days, when I carried this stone with me, good things would always happen. It could be as small as getting a, a parking spot in a tough place, you know, parking spot always appearing for me, or big things like significant unexpected uh, checks in the mail, <clears throat> or like uh, somebody giving me a great opportunity to do something fun and exciting. I started feeling much better physically. I had more energy and many of my rheumatoid arthritis symptoms began to fade. I mean, so much good stuff happened that I finally got in touch with the guy who owned the shop. And I said, what are these? And he said, I have no idea. And I said, well, <laughs> okay, well, how many do you have left? And he said, well, uh, I have to go check my warehouse and see if I have any more left. So then he got back to me the next day and he said, I have about a hundred of these. And I said, I will take every single one of them. And he goes, okay. So he shipped them to me. So afterward, I talked about this stone only to subscribers of my free e-newsletter at joshuapwarren.com. And after I told people about these things, I sold every single one of them in like 24 hours. So I called the shop owner back and said, is it possible that you will ever have more of these? And he said, I don't think so. He says, you know, I've only seen these available once. There's only one person who made them. And yes, I'll get back to that in a minute. Um, he said, all we have left are the misfits. I said, misfits? And he goes, yeah, well, like some don't have a perfect Buddha-esque shape so much as I like it. So I just put them into the misfit pile. And I said, well, how many of those do you have? And he counted and it was around 80. I said, fine, I'll take those. So then I told my audience about this and those 80 misfits were gone in a few days. And I mean, people absolutely love these Buddha stones. I started getting all these emails and for people telling me about good stuff that happened to them, some of them I read on my podcast, some I didn't, because I kind of hate to talk about how great something is when you can't get it anymore. You know, it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, I called the guy back. I said, are you sure you don't have any more? And he said, yes, unfortunately, and I cannot get any more. He would love to, but he couldn't. Well, and then it turns out I had to go back to California for a research project. And so I took a special trip to just go back to that shop. And guess what? The shop was gone. Like it had never been there. My heart kind of sank. At first I was like, uh, am I at the right place? Am I confused? I mean, nope, it was gone. How weird is all of this, right? It's kind of like None of this ever really existed in the first place or, or something like that. You Maybe you know the feeling. And so then I was just consumed with curiosity and I said, well, I've got to know what these things are. So I went out and did research and I found the very best rock and mineral analysis lab in Las Vegas. It's called Vesta. And I met with the scientists there, and I paid a lot of money to have one of my Buddha stones ground up and scientifically tested. And the scientists sent me this big, long, complicated report with all of this very specific data. But here's the ultimate 
easy to understand thing that he said. He said, these Buddha stones contain, quote, almost all of the precious metals and platinum group elements, silver, gold, palladium, and the others. And he said, quote, these were expensive to make. If we find who made them, then perhaps they have a great source of ore, end quote. So some craftsperson out there, somewhere out there, made these with all this stuff. I mean, I've got the report. But we, to this day, and I put my hand on a stack of Bibles, we do not know who makes these stones. It is a true mystery. So I held on to my stones like little miracles, and I figured, well, that I would probably never know anything else about them. And then, and then a few months ago, out of the blue, I received a call I could have never imagined. Word had spread about my love for these. A lot of people listen to my podcast and, you know, I have a, 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 I'm very fortunate. I have a big following, big audience of supporters. And I got a call from someone actually involved with producing the Buddha stones. I could not believe it. And I was told that no more were being produced in part because, as you probably know, the worldwide supply chain is a mess right now. Um, but I was told that it was possible that one more batch could be produced maybe just for me if I purchased them in advance. Now this was tricky because there was no guarantee. These are made in another country, not surprisingly, and the craftsmen, from what I know, I at least know they are absolutely not your ordinary type of craftsman. Again, I still don't know exactly who produces them nor how they are produced, and I don't even know exactly where they are produced. But I could not resist this possible opportunity, and so I said, yes, absolutely, please make me a batch. I'll take the risk. And the guy said, well, we only have a limited amount of material to do this again, so do you want a larger quantity that are small, or do you want a smaller quantity that are large? And I said, huh? large yeah he said large i said well how large are we talking and he said well each stone will be an inch or more now that's big for a buddha stone so i said oh yeah yeah give me the big ones give me the big nuggets and he said okay so i sent the money and then i just sat back and waited and waited and waited and I, I knew that this may or may not work out. And then one day, a big old box from overseas appeared, and I opened it, and it was like I had opened a box filled with the Aurora Borealis. It was as if rays of blue and purple and silver magic and light sprayed out in all directions. I, I was giddy, and I shouted, Lauren, look, look, and... Neither one of us could could really believe it. And so immediately we each crammed one in a pocket. And that day, we had so much good luck that by the end of the day, we were constantly knocking on wood and saying over and over, like, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Uh, but this is where the story takes a very interesting turn. You see, I, you could probably relate to this. Once you start... 
like once you find something that starts bringing in good luck, uh, well, then you just very quickly sort of get used to it. And when that happens, you start gradually taking your good luck for granted. And you end up kind of forgetting about what you originally did to get there. And so things were going so smoothly that eventually we just stopped carrying the Buddha stones and just got distracted, you know, preoccupied by the holidays in 2022. And then little by little, some unfortunate things began to happen. I chipped a tooth uh, and then our storage unit got robbed. Thankfully, the Buddha stones were not in there. Uh, then we both got sick, and then a porch pirate came for the first time ever, and we were like, what the hell is going on here? Well, around that time, we were in Boulder City, Nevada, a quaint, charming little town right outside Vegas. I own the haunted Boulder City ghost and UFO tour, and Boulder City is a very mystical place for many reasons, including that it's not far from Spirit Mountain. Spirit Mountain is where many Native Americans, especially the Mojave, believe there is a portal from where all life on Earth emerged and to which all life will return. To them, it is the most sacred place in the world. Now, Boulder City has an impressive history. Uh, it was created to house the workers for the, the uh, Hoover Dam. They called it the Boulder Dam, but we now know it as the Hoover Dam. And the place is filled with antiques and uh, lots of stuff, things that are well-preserved. There's a lot of mystical energy there. So uh, I ended up meeting this old man in Boulder City who had all kinds of antiquities that were in great shape. And at one point, I looked into a box he had, and I saw these antique wooden rods with metal accents on them. And I knew that these were old bobbins or spools that had probably been used long ago in one of the textile mills nearby, probably for the dam workers. But I had never seen old bobbins like this. They were colored the most vibrant and beautiful, mesmerizing shade of blue, almost turquoise like the sea. He had 30 of them, and I said, Lauren, look. And we both stared and then said, those would make awesome ones. And then it was like we both paused and looked up at each other uh, at the same time, and then we both said, the Buddha stone, <laughs> the Buddha wand, and the light bulb went off. So I bought all 30 of them. And when we got home a couple hours later, we went straight for a Buddha stone and took it and the antique bobbin into our workshop where we have tools and wires and lights and magnifying glasses. And about an hour later, we had one of the most amazing things we have ever created, the Buddha wand. And Lauren said, I want one too. So we made another and we perfected it even a little bit more. So anyway, now we both have personal Buddha wands. If you haven't seen a picture of this thing, just wait. Just wait till you see it. I took that wand into my sacred place and I held it up high and I said, 
all of my negative fortune becomes positive fortune right now and from now on. And I instantly felt this wave pass over me. It made me feel kind of lightheaded, like I was almost going to pass out. And by God, since I did that, it's been a 180-degree shift in my life. I still knock on wood when I say that because I never want to jinx it. But this wand is so majestic and powerful. It looks like something from an alien planet. And this wand is now my favorite, my absolute favorite wand in the whole wide world. So after a few days, Lauren said, well... Are we going to make the other 28? And I told her that I was officially retired from wand making. I retired five years ago because I it's a lot of work to make a good wand. And just sourcing the materials is hard and then putting the time into it. And I, I have to like be more selective with what I do because there's only so many hours in a day. And she said, well, what are we going to do with these other 28? We don't need 28 wands. One is enough. And I said, okay, you're right. Let's do it. I said, let me toss this out there to my audience and just see what reaction I get. So we made a few more wands, but the rest are sitting there ready to be made if there is enough interest to make it worth our time. And so that is where we are today. I have 28 of these Buddha wands available. When they are gone, they are gone for good. They are not cheap, but... They're worth every penny, and they come with a 100% money-back guarantee. But I will tell you this. If I don't sell all 28 wands within seven days, then I'm going to raise the price on them another $100. So whatever they cost today, they're going to cost an extra $100 in eight days. And I'm doing that because I'm going to focus on these wands for seven days, and then I have other projects pressing. So if I have to put up all my supplies and all my special equipment and stuff and then go back to revisit this project afterward, it's going to be an inconvenience and it's going to take me even more time to break out all the tools again and restart the, the process. So if you order one um, and, and we can take one that's already made, well, we'll drop it right in the mail today. You know, you'll get it quickly. Perfect. But if we need a little more time to make one for you, please give us that time and we'll get it made ASAP and shipped to you ASAP. Now, I usually have Mobius ship my stuff, but in this case, because this is such a specialized project, Lauren and I are actually going to be shipping it directly to you. So you will get it as lightning fast as possible. And I am including a free bonus for you. As soon as you order, be sure to use your best email address because you will instantly receive an email from me with a link to my new ebook called Why Wands Work. It's short and it's a PDF you can read on any phone, computer, tab, any device. Plus, you will also receive the audiobook version of Why Wands Work as an mp3 that i read to you myself so you can either read this thing or listen to it or both you'll have all you'll have all the options there that's a free gift so you get this rare amazing one-of-a-kind handmade buddha wand a perfect combination of art and science and 
as a free bonus, you get my short, easy to understand ebook and audiobook called Why Wands Work. And it also comes with instructions that tell you specifically how you should use the wand. And these instructions are also kind of a certificate of authenticity signed by me. Okay, so you'll get the wand, the audiobook, the ebook, and a certificate of authenticity with instructions personally signed by me. Go right now to thebuddhawand.com. Again, Buddha is spelled B-U-D-D-H-A. B-U-D-D-H-A, thebuddhawand.com. There you go. That's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And may the force be with you.